Hey guys, welcome back to Fitness Driven Podcast. I'm here with Coach Nick today. We got a super fun topic for you guys, and Nick's gonna let us know what are we talking about today. Oh, what's up, guys? First off, thank you, Royce, for having me again. I really do appreciate it, and I appreciate you. And the topic for today's podcast is how does one lose weight without depriving yourself of your favorite foods? This is a fun one. It might be a tricky one, right? Hopefully, you guys are, are, are sticking around to actually see what the whole tip is, is about. But prior to starting that, I want to share a story. And that story is with one of our one of our actually clients, and you know you know her. Um, but anyways, her initial goal was to lose a ton of weight, somewhere around thirty pounds, right? And one of her biggest objections were the foods. You know, what the foods allowed her um, to have as far as emotions. So I asked her, what are the top three foods that you eat that, that you would consider kind of like your big cheat meal, or your, your downfall? And the three were lattes, pizza, and pasta. And those are, that might be my top, that possibly, that possibly be my top three. Minus the latte, replace that with ice cream, and I think we're very similar like people, right? But anyways, as soon as I asked her that, I also asked her what emotion it brings when you have this item. And she said some really, really, really uh, compelling things. The first one was latte. She was like, well, what does latte bring you? And uh, she proceeded to say, oh God, it just brings me joy. I love it. Right? It just brings me so much joy. Awesome. I wrote that down. I put latte down. I put joy down right next to it and went down the list. I asked her what pizza brought her. She said, well, it, pizza brings me comfort. It brings me comfort because I don't have to prep for it. My family's already ready. Right? We're all together, just cozied up in the couch. And uh, it brings me serious comfort. And the third one was pasta. Pasta for her was just happiness, and um, it was just pure happiness. Every time she has pasta, she gets happy, which was really, really cool. Now, on the other side of this, we we covered the food area, and we highlighted the emotions. And then I asked her, I was like, "Hey, what are what's one thing that brings you joy? That's not food." She paused for a minute because she had to think. And uh, what she proceeded to say was, oh man, I, I really enjoy nature. That's where I get a lot of joy from. And then we went down the list just to start to kind of un- un- unwind this uh, emotional attachment to things. The other one was comfort, right? So what, what brings you comfort? And she said it was hanging out with my family, hanging out with my loved ones. Right, calling my parents. Those are some big things that allow me to be comfortable. Right? And then the final one was happiness. It's like what brings you happiness? And she said, progress. Progress is what brings me happiness. Right? And it was really cool concept because I also asked her, how often do you spend time in nature? How often do you call your parents and hang out with your family? And then also, how often are you experiencing progress? Right? 
And uh, when you look at her time spent in those areas throughout a week, we found that she rarely did any of them. If, uh, in fact, there was some of them she did zero of. Okay, and what I'm what I'm trying to get at in this concept is what foods do for us. It brings us some awesome emotions, some serious happiness, joy, comfort. But what we neglect to see a lot of times, and why we're not successful in losing the weight, is because we're not doing the the other things that bring us that same emotion. So we become attached to the food because it creates that emotion for us, which is super, super cool. What do you think about that, Nick? Big, <clears throat> sorry, big thought on that. Um, just so like first thing that comes to mind is is like what, what do you do when you get lonely? When you get lonely and you get bored, what do you do? No, I eat. Exactly. Right? right. So that's an emotion that's hugely uh, connected to food, right? Um, I even like to even in today's day and age, right, when I'm really focused on my fitness. I find myself when I get bored, I'm always like, I know what's in the fridge. Right. Because I've already looked 12 times that day. (laughs) But I'll go back the 13th time to see if anything's new. And it's not, right? Because I'm trying to deal with that emotion that it's bringing. Right? I'm trying to to satiate that emotion by satiating my stomach. That's interesting. So maybe some of your food choices are your excitement. Because boredom on the other side is excited. Which is super, super cool because you've been successful in losing 100 plus pounds and you've been maintaining a really, really good weight, right? Um, so let me ask you that. When you were successful in losing that 100, because I've seen people lose 100 and gain it back, or I've seen people lose 30 pounds and gain it right back. And oftentimes I see them not because of just like the foods, it's because they lack certain areas in their life that creates that same exact emotion for them. So what activities did you maintain throughout your journey that allowed you to keep the weight, lose the weight and then keep the weight off entirely? That's a good question. What activities did I maintain through losing weight? I still maintain it helps me keep it off. Um, That's a good question. Uh, Obviously CrossFit. CrossFit's yeah. a big part of my lifestyle. Um, I love CrossFit because, I mean, it's it simply boils down to I just show up differently when I CrossFit mm-hmm. as opposed to when I don't. Yeah. Um, and basketball in some degree, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, whether that's when it was pre-COVID, going on Sundays or whatever, the week, yeah. whatever day of the week I could to go run uh, and do that. Um, so those are probably the two most consistent um, but in terms of like nutrition um, and food, I I have the method like I have the old adage in my head like if it's if it ain't broke don't fix it right. Um, so a lot of my meals post losing a hundred pounds that help me keep it off. Um, it's a lot of the kind of the same meals. Like I go to I have pancakes, eggs, bacon, sausage right every day right. Um, if not multiple times a day, I love it. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, it's structured that way. Um, but in that, right, uh, I grew up having pancakes every Saturday morning. Like mm-hmm. I just want something I look forward to. That's what gave me happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so pancakes still give me happiness. Like to be able to say, you know, I'm grown and I still have pancakes, eggs, nice. bacon, and sausage. Uh, that fills me with joy, right? But I've made a a better decision on the pancakes, right? Not they're not just straight. 
carbs with processed carbs. Right. And they're protein pancakes, right? Like yeah. I still about the carbs. Kodiak. Yeah, the Kodiak yeah. cakes. I love these and get Kodiak cakes. It's really good, yep. Um, and so that's that's kind of something I've done there, right? Does that make sense? And then instead of like yeah. the super fatty bacon, I'll get like this intercut bacon. Yeah. Um, and those, knowing I, knowing I make those little efforts mm-hmm. daily, right? Um, that's what fills me with happiness and joy. Um, and that's part of like why I, uh, I have a tendency to get like kind of really hard on myself. Uh-huh. If, I, if I have an unstructured or unplanned kind of like cheap meal or day, um, because I feel like I've, I've lost some of that in retrospect, like working towards that momentum. Um, but at the same time, it's you've helped me with the reframe of like, okay, cool. You may have lost it, but now you you, you have a chance to get it right back. So how quickly can we how quickly That's can we flip this flip the switch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like in a Tabata, right? Twenty seconds on, ten seconds rest. Twenty seconds on of work, boom. How quickly can you bring your heart rate back down to that ten seconds so that you can go back to doing what you need to do again? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like kind of off topic <laughs> on topic no I, I want to stay on I want to stay on the fact that because you said a lot of your food choices are attached to excitement right and somehow now all of a sudden the excitement is on a, on a different angle because you're not changing your meals now to a person that's that's done this before right so I've my excitement happens when I have variety of foods but now you took your excitement off where are you getting your excitement at? Uh, and the results that I'm seeing. Powerful, yeah. right? And so, the results that I'm seeing for my body and like how I'm performing in the gym, how yeah. how I'm feeling when I wake up, and it's just how I how I'm feeling and moving about my day to day life is is what it's about for me. Right, and it's it's allowed you to stay structured on that, and that's what I wanted to try to get out for the audience because they're so attached to the foods because of those emotions but the moment you create an alternate strategy we're like all right what's what are these emotions how else can i feed it let's buff it up as much as we can and if we still need it if we still need that latte sweet but if we or if if we need that latte for that emotion i think it's gonna serve you not that well in the long run you'll relapse again but if you just have the latte just for just for just for the purpose of the latte, I think it's a I think it's a different ballgame, right? So in order to do that, guys, think about your day and how often are you feeding joy, comfort, happiness, us outside of food, right? The, if number one, try to establish it, establish what the emotion is that's created through food, aka emotional eating, right? And number two, how can I trade that off? How can I trade those foods with activities? It could be exercise. It could be progress, like your excitement and progress. It could be time with your family that can create comfort. It can also be um, nature, right? That brings your joy. So, I have one question for you before, before, yeah. we, before we move on. Um, so writing it down as we did for the, for the, the onward climb, mm-hmm. um, is one great way. What yeah. is another way you would suggest for the audience? What's another way to disassociate or to like pull yourself outside of your emotions that are connected with your food and how you view food to view it from, uh, I guess, more of a logical 
or bystander perspective instead of being immersed in it in the moment. Does that make does Just, that question make sense? Uh, ask ask that question one more time. How do you how do you take your emotions out of food? <laughs> how do you? That's another. Yeah, way. that's a great question. Yeah. you wrote it down like um, that, right? We wrote it down for that client. And that was yeah. a great way because we were able to see it for her, right? But I just, as I was thinking of it as you were recapping, what's another way for the audience? And if you don't have an answer, oh, without know. without writing it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like writing's a, another. Uh, writing's a good way, but do you have another one that comes to mind? You mean, I mean, writing writing it is is a powerful way. But I'm going to tell you when I first entered the fitness world. And being successful in, in changing my anatomy and my, my physical body, I, I didn't really write it. I just uh, another way would be just be just just kind of obsessive about movement. Being like I wanted to be better at all of my movements. I just threw myself in it. You know, better at movements, better at coaching. You know, better at talking to people. Immersed in the process. Just immersed in the process. You can just immerse yourself in the process, and it'll happen. Right, and for 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 a handful of athletes, that's super super productive. But there are a handful of athletes that um, that may need a little bit of that structure. context, that structure, that understanding. They have to be a little bit more intellectual in the way they do it. it. They might be more analytical. I'm a doer, right? Um, but hopefully, this is a tool that can be powerful for them. Now, here's what's cool. I think if you're analytical and you're OCD like me, obsessive. High performer, right? So now you understand you have you're you're not doing it on accident. You're doing it intentionally, and when you're doing things intentionally, game changer. It's a game changer, and, and it's scary what happens. So guys, don't deprive yourself of that latte. Really understand what that latte is bringing you, because once you understand that and you're aware of it, feed that other activity for a, a, a prolonged time. Don't just do it for one day. Really, really put some effort into it. If you notice nature brings you joy, do it three, four, five times a week, right? Start there, expand that to 30 days or maybe even 40 days or 90 days and see if you still need that latte. And if you still need it, sweet, right? But if you don't, that's when you know you're doing something, something really, really right. So guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. It was a really short one. Don't deprive your calories. Really enhance your life. That's a that's an alternate method, and then we can go from there. All right, guys. Peace. Why are you rolling my phone like you want me? Like you wasn't pushing the kid to the side.